This is Gemara and Shabbos Daf Kof Nun Aleph tonight. Cheers, be as chosher for Shleim of Chaim Ram and Chani Ita Chayi Bata Bas Zvano Chayim Ben Sarah Shlomosim and Yisraelitul Sarah Bas Gimendol Ita Basion Bas Chaya Sarah Yis Chaim and Sarah Hesna Yisumba Mindol Lazer Peretz Minu the Shavalei Tinik Ben Chayi Sarah Sarah Shlomit Bas Noami Bas Shavu Fega Bas Shira Chano Rafal David Ben Ita Riva Menuel Ben Fega. Again, we're closing in on Sech Shabbos. I actually just spoke with Tara anytime. And Bisiyat Shemaya, we're working on live broadcasting the Siyam via Tara anytime so that everyone will be able to participate, working on some exciting speakers as well. We will keep everyone updated, Mirz Hashem, with more details. We're going to pick it up from the bottom of Kof Nun Ahmed Bey's. The Mishnah concluded, the Mishnah on the previous Amr, the Mishnah concluded with Abashal that Abashal taught us that anything that you're able to tell someone to do, you're able to wait at the Tchum. Again, we're discussing at the end of Shabbos that there's a problem staying at the Tchum to prepare for after Shabbos as it has a stigma that what you're doing is preparation. Number one, number two, it looks like whole activities. We said this in Isra Mim, doing business on Shabbos. So Abashal taught us an interesting cloud that anything that you're allowed to say, you're allowed to wait at the Chum for. So it says the Gemara, Ibailu, <coughs> the bottom of Kufnon on the base. Two lines at the bottom. Abashol Ahai, on what case is Abashol going on? On which part of the Mishnah? Ilima Risha, if you tell me it goes in the Risha, what did the Risha teach us, says the Gemara? Ein Machishim Alat Chum, Nitzchar Pahilim Lavi Peirois, that you're not allowed to wait on Chum to bring back your fruit or to hire workers. And on that, Abashol is teaching me that anytime you're allowed to say something, then you're allowed to wait there. Hai, Kol Sha'ani Zakei Bami Rasa, Rashai. The Gemara has the Mishnah would have the wrong, with the wrong tense, I guess we'll call it. Is that Abishal shouldn't be teaching me anytime you're allowed. Again, what was the wording of Abishal? Anytime I'm allowed, he's talking about that which is mutter, that which is permissible. Says Abishal, anytime that you're allowed, to say something you're allowed to wait there for. But if it was going in the Reisha of the Mishnah, which is where it taught us the forbiddance, the transgression, that you're not allowed to wait for certain things, so then Abishal should have thought the din in the negative. Anytime that you're not allowed to say something, Ella says the Gemara, three lines down, Abishal is going in the Seifa. What did the Seifa say? You're allowed to wait at the border, to guard your fruit and to bring the fruit. Says the Gemara again, the wording is wrong. The Mishnah at the Sefa was referring to Lishmar. Lishmar meaning the the um, Lishmar referring to the guarding of the item. And that's not an actual action that you're doing. So it says the Gemara, so what should Abishal have taught us? Any time that you're allowed to wait there, then you're allowed to say it. Because the Mishnah is referring to the action of waiting there. Says the Gemara, Really, it's going on the Seifa. And Abashal is going on the following statement, meaning a statement which doesn't really exist in the Mishnah, that says the Gemara, Damar of Yudam or Shmuel, you let it tell a friend, you watch the pairs in your tchum, and I'll watch the pairs in my tchum, each one watching the other one's produce. Again, we have we have two tchumim, which are close by, and I'm allowed to tell you to watch mine, and you're allowed to tell me to watch yours. And on this says Abba Shal, 
Miloy Maidis, do you do you not agree? You the Tanakhama that taught me that you're not allowed to wear the tchum in order to bring back produce in order to hire workers. Do you not agree? The mutter Adam Laimila Khavir Sharmali Parish of Tchuma, the mutter? Or do you not agree that it's allowed? Adam Laimila Khavir Sharmali Parish of Tchuma, when Eshka Parish of Tchumi? Do you not agree that that's permissible? Veima, Koshan Izakim Mirasa, and therefore says Abashal, you agree with that. Of course you should agree with that. We're not doing anything wrong. Therefore, Veima, Koshan Izakim Mirasa, so what comes out? Anytime that you're allowed to say something, Therefore, you should be allowed to wait there for it. And therefore, Asabashal is going on the first part of the Mishnah, but in a response to the Tanikama based on the dinner of Yudam or Shmuel, that everyone should agree that this is permissible. So says the Gemara, so So what's the Klaal? Whenever you say it's a general rule, what's that coming to include? The clues that which we learned in Machishan Alatchom Lavi Behema. You're not allowed to wait at the border to bring an animal. But if it's animals outside the home, what are you allowed to? Yes, to carry love Iba. You're allowed to call to the animal and make the animal come in the Tzuchom. You're obviously not allowed to walk out of the Tzuchom because that's us, sir. You're only allowed to walk 2,000 Amois outside of a city on Shabbos. That's called the Tzuchom. Outside, actually, the last house. But either way, but you're allowed to call the animal. The fact you're making the animal move by your voice, that is permissible. Why? How do I know that? taught us a rule. Any time that you're allowed to do something with Amira, with words, that you're allowed to make the animal come in, then you're allowed to wait there for the animal, for after Shabbos. And as well, what else are you allowed to do? All the things that we said yesterday are mutter because of mitzvah, says Abishol, continuing, you're also allowed to wait at the border for those to deal with the matters of a kala, mitzvah, liske, amaze, deal with a mace, love you the arm, to bring the casket, to bring the burial shrouds, as well, the Bryce concludes, you got to tell someone, go to a certain place, and if you don't find that what you need in that place, go to a different place, if you can't find it for a hundred bucks, bring it for two hundred dollars. Meaning, when it comes to mitzvah, you're even allowed to tell him, don't worry, spend the money. Rav Yehuda Rav argues on that last statement, and he says, "Aymer, but actually he's close to Kumbais." Says Rav Yehuda, "No, you let to do everything you just said. You let to wait at the border for a mitzvah. That is correct. Any time that you're zakeh by Mirasa, you let to see something. Then you let to wait for it. However, says Rav Yehuda, you're not allowed to mention money. Once you mention money, then it's going to be forbidden." Says the Mishnah, "Kofnan Aleph Amen Aleph." Machishim. Basically, it's interesting. The Mishnah almost continues directly off of the Gemara. This is what the Makar, the source of that which you just said a moment ago, that you got to wait at the border, wait at the Tchum to deal with matters of a Kalavis, and for a Mace, I'll be like Arain, Betachrichim, to bring the casket and the burial shrouds, Nachri, Shavi, Chalilim, Bishabis. Now the mission continues. What happens if a guy does work for you in Shabbos, a very uh, broad Limudim um, uh, over here? Says the Gemara, What's the din? If a guy brings a flute on Shabbos, a Jew is not allowed to use those flutes. Unless the guy came from a close place, seemingly unless he came from within the Tchum. When something comes from outside the Tchum, 
becomes a muksa, and you're not allowed to use it on Shabbos. Seemingly, and when are you allowed to, yes, use it? So that's about clicks we shine in here, whether this item becomes usher forever, whether this item only becomes usher, which is more of the potential, the normative sack, it's only going to become usher the amount of time it took to bring the item. But either way, if a malacha was done on an item, that item becomes forbidden. So if a flu was brought to be isser on Shabbos, you cannot use it. LMK, came from a coast place. Let's say a guy in Shabbos builds an Arain or a guy uh, digs a grave, you cover like Yisrael, Jews allowed to, yes, use it. We'll have to see in the Gemara why. Let's say the guy did it for the Jew. The Jew is not allowed to use that grave forever. We'll have to see what these rules are. And these are very important rules of Maisa Shabbos. Anytime a, Jew, a guy does an action for a Jew, when a Jew will eventually be allowed to get benefit and enough in that item. Says the Gemara, what does it mean that if the guy brought the flute from a closed place, then you're allowed to yes use it? So if Machlik is rabbin Shmuel, the Machlik is centers around, we have to know for sure that Malacha was not done in bringing this flute, or is it enough to know that potentially Malacha was not done? Meaning basically, which way, where do you put the syllable, which way does the uh, onus of proof fall on? So Rav Amar Mimakim Karim Mahamish, no, you have to know that it came from a closed place. If you know the guy brought it from a closed place, you know it came from within the Tchom, then you're allowed to use it on Shabbos, right after Shabbos. Ushmul Amar, Chayshinan Shema, Chosaz Chom Lanu, Lanu, says Ushmul, no, it's enough if we suspect that it came from outside the Tchom, meaning as long as there's a potential possibility that it came from within the Tchom, that is enough. Says the Gemara, now we have a proof to both Rav and both Shmuel. Again, Rav holds, you need to for sure know, and Shmuel holds the possibility is enough. Take a Masi, he's a conversation to Shmuel. We have a right to Shmuel that a possibility is enough. Take a Tani, he says, If you built a ba- an art, or you baked a great, dig the grape, you cover by Yisrael, a Jew is allowed to be buried in it. Almo, what do we see? Misfake Ashari. As long as it's potentially was made. Um, potentially wasn't an Isser done in it, then it's enough to use it. Misveka Shari, Achanami Misveka Shari, meaning we don't know, says Rashi, why the guy dug the grave. We don't know why he built this, this kever. Was it, well, this art, was it for the Jew, was it not? We don't know. That potential, that possibility is enough. And that's the riot to Shmuel. Says the Gemara, Matanik, I'm say the Rav. We also have a riot to Rav, that what? Rav was of the opinion that hell, you need to know for sure it was not done for a Jew. Irshi, so Nachem Darim if you have a, a city that Jews and Goyim live within it, that's open on Shabbos. If the majority of the city is Goyim, and therefore when the bathhouse is open on Shabbos, why do they do the malacha? Why do they stoke the fires in order to heat up the water for the Goyim? So then, after Shabbos, you let use the bathhouse miyat. In right, Israel, if the majority of the people in the city are Jews, then we have to assume he did it for Jews. You have to wait the amount of time it would take to heat it up. That's the klal. The general rule of a Maisa Shabbos is to wait for the amount of time it takes to make that item. If it's 50-50, so you don't know. Is it Jew? Is it guy? It's 50-50. Then, you have to wait. So what do we see? We see a riot to Rav. We see that once there's a suffix, once we don't know, that's not enough. And then you're not allowed to use it, just like Rav said. You have to know for sure it came from within the Tchum. You have to know for sure Malacha was not done. So you have a right to Rav, we have a right to Shmuel. Rav Yudah, Imer, Bambati, Ketani, Mishmai, Roshos, Rai Chitzpah. Says Rav Yudah, Bambati, Ketani, it's a small little uh, bathtub. Then there is this case that you let a wash in it. Miyad. My Roshos, says the Gemara. 
If there's a prominent person with 10 slaves, that boils up 10 pitchers of water at one time, then you let him bathe in it right away because we know that he did it for that non-Jew and therefore the Jews will be allowed to use it right after Shabbos. Says the Gemara, also are in the cover like cover five lines to the bottom. If a guy built a casket or a guy dug a grave, so he said in the Mishnah, the Jew is not allowed to. The Jew is allowed to be buried in it, but if he does it for the Jew, you're not allowed to be buried in it forever. Says the Gemara, my. What's the reason? Why all of a sudden over here until now we kept on saying anytime a guy does work for a Jew, you just have to wait the amount of time that the would have been able to do this item after Shabbos. And then you had to use it. Obviously, I'm sorry if we didn't speak out the reason. The, the basic reason is because once that time elapsed, it's not called getting benefit from the action of the guy. We don't allow one to get benefit from the action of the guy that was on a Shabbos. So let's say it took him an hour to build a casket, an hour to dig a grave. So after Shabbos, you have to wait two hours for the casket, for the grave. And then you had to use it as not called benefiting from an action done on Shabbos. So why all of a sudden they're here in the mission that it said if it was done for the Jew, then all of a sudden you're not allowed to use it. Oh, miss, says the Gemara, Amar Ula. I'm sorry, why in the first part of the Mishnah does it say the Jew is yes allowed to be buried in it? Says the Gemara, the grave is in the middle of the road, and says Rashi, it's not a normal place to be buried in it. That's very good, the grave. What about the box, the casket? And the reason is that the grave, the casket was on the grave. And therefore, also, it's not a normal place for a Jew to be buried. And therefore, if it's sitting there, you can assume it was not made for a Jew. And that's the reason why a Jew is allowed to use it miyat. However, in the last case of the Mishnah, when it was done explicitly for a Jew, then you have to wait a long. So again, let's just get this clear. When it's done for no one, then you're allowed to be buried right away. Then there's a rule of, you have to wait, then this rule of Eilamis. So where does rule of Eilamis come from? Sounds like the reason is, is because that's when there's an issue of a Maris Ayin, that's when something is done Berabim. Something that is done Berabim that everyone knows about, that's when there's a higher level, a normal thing that a guy does action for a Jew. You have to wait Bechleish Yasu, you have to wait the amount of time to do it. But if it was done in public, it was done that everyone knows about it, then you have to wait forever. And this is one of the big big reasons, one of the big sources when it comes to the whole Shailah, the train in Eretz Yisrael was recently built. Now it's not such a Shailah because a long time passed. But one of the reasons why it might be forbidden Oilamis forever was because it was built for Jews and therefore it was done Berabim. Everyone knew about it. That was one of the Svar, one of the parts of the equation that it might not be able to use forever because it was done for the Jews. It was done in public, just like this case of the Kever, which is brought down in the Mishnah Brua. And therefore that would be one of the reasons that it's an issue. Says the mission on the bottom of Kuftan Aleph Amin Aleph. Once we're dealing with the Dalachs of Amis, we discuss what you got to do for Amis and Shabbos, says the Gemara. You got to do everything. You got to anoint the Amis, put oils on them, and rinse the Amis. You're not allowed to move an Aver. Amis is Moksa. So you're not allowed to move the Amis at all. You got to put oil on it, you got to wash it off. Now let him move the dead body. Shaim din is a karmi taktiv that I pull out the pillow from underneath it. Umaltila no isel achol and that I put it on top of sand. Ubeshvil, beshvil sheyantin in order so that the body remains moist. Says the Gemara, question is a lechi. You let to tie up the lechi, which is not the lechi of a post by a like an Arab. Rather, this is referring to a lechi of the jaw. You let to tie up the jaw. Jaw. I'm sorry of the mace. Loishayale. Not that the loishayale. Not that it pull it up the jaw. Because again, like we said, you're not allowed to move the jaw. 
Yosef, so it doesn't fall down further. You let it stabilize the jaw of the mace so it stays in that place. And so too, a beam that breaks in the house, you let it support the beam with a, with a, a part of a bed or with a bench, not to pick up the beam. That would be an issue. Just so that, it does not fall further. And this would be a dual issue. Seemingly, there might be an issue here of Boina and as well, an issue of Muksa. Says the Gemara, there's a story with the Talmud of Rameyer. The story should sound familiar. They went with Rameyer to the bathhouse. You wanted to wash the floor. No, you're not allowed to wash floors on Shabbos. This is the big Makar that we've spoken of many times. That's an Isser, the Rabbanon, to wash the floor on Shabbos. Barring schita, barring doing any other issues, even if you just use water with a with a with a sponge of plastic sticks, you're not doing any extraction, any squeezing. But there's a proper instance of rabbanon to wash a floor on Shabbos, which is the reason, like we mentioned, even to have a guy wash a floor is not simple. Says the Gemara, lasul karka to smear the floor with oils and with good smelling fragrances. Amar zachin, you're not allowed to do that at well. What does that do with our Mishnah? So why in our Mishnah do we say you're allowed to yes oil up the dead body? Why let oil up the dead body? But now let oil up the floor of the bathhouse. Says the Gemara, karka bekarka mechlava. No, it's a gezeira. That ground to ground, you might come to make a mistake. And it's one of the one of the many gezeiras of Ashviya Gumais that you might come to smooth out the dirt floors. And this is the reason why even when we don't have dirt floors, a regular tile floor with the gezeira still stands. Mace bekarka loy mechlava. But you're not going to mix up a mace with the ground. And therefore for the dead body, that you're allowed to, yes, oil. Kola suyimai, when the Mishnah said, they allowed to do all the sarchemis. Called sarchemis. What's that coming to include? Last week, I was telling about that, which you learned in the rice of even call maker. You allowed to bring the, all the, all the clean maker, I'm sorry. You allowed to bring the cooling utensil, clean matachas, and the metal utensil, menichla, kresai, and you put it on the belly, on the stomach of the mace. Why are you doing that? So that the, the belly doesn't swell. And you allowed to stop up the orifices of the mace. So that the wind, the air does not go into the mace. And even Shleim HaMelech said in his wisdom, eight lines for the wise lines. Before the silver rope snaps, this refers to the spinal cord. This is a raya that the dead body tends to swell and tends to the air and everything goes inside it. And the golden bowel is shattered. What does that refer to? This refers to the ama, to the aver of a, of a male. And the pitcher is broken at the fountain. Again, this is a continuing of the Pasik. Zakaris is refers to the stomach. The Noroita Galgal El Abar and the wheel is smashed on the pit. Zaperesh, this is the excrement, I will scatter the excrement on your faces, the excrement of your festival. Here we see that when the med, that the, the mace is referred to all these different parts of the this analogy, that the excrement could go in and could pop up, as we'll see in a moment, that after the dead body after the body stays uh, and starts decaying, the excrement could go from the stomach out of the mouth. And a lot of this analogous to the different taivas and the different oilam hazad, different foods that people eat in their stomach, and lachar misa, it could come back to haunt him. Says the Gemara, This refers to people that leave the taira. What do they do? They make their whole life into one big party, and that's referring to over here that the stomach is going to burst, etc. What happens after three days? After the meat sits for three days, the stomach bursts. 
and whatever excrement is there goes on the face. By Maris, Lai, Talmash, the Satavi says, takes me, put in me. Again, referred to how it should be said that you put in all the Sayyidul Mahazah, eventually a purse, and it comes back to haunt you. Says the Mishnah, the first white line. Ein ma'atzmenes ames b'shabes and shabes ames is moksa. That body is moksa. You're not allowed to close the eyes on shabes. V'loi b'chol im yisias nefesh. So also during the week, as the person is dying, the moment of death, you're not allowed to close the eyes because that is called hastening the death. Every moment of life is very precious, as we're going to see. But ma'atzim im yisias nefesh. Who does that? You're a murderer, you caused the person to die a split second earlier, which is forbidden. Says the Gemara Tanurab Hanan, someone who closes the eyes as the soul is leaving, you are a murderer. You have a candle. The candle as it's going out, you put your finger on it. So you make it be extinguished immediately. This is like the dying person. As he's dying, you go and he closes his eyes. You make him die immediately. You are a murderer. That person is a murderer. Tiny we learned that says So after the mace is dead, you want to close the eyes, and in Shabbos, what do you do? You put some wine into the nose, you put some oil on the eyelashes, and you hold the big toes, that causes the eyes to close. And it sounds like, actually, Rishim Gamliel sounds like he's referring to even during the week, uh, the process they used to do to somehow make the eyes close. Says the Gemara, Tanya, we learned in a brace over the fourth, sorry, the fifth, very wide line. Tanya, we learned in the brace. If a person is alive for one day, what do we see? Says the You know why? You were going to be Machal Shabbos because maybe the potential even to grow up and be alive for many Shabbos. So Machal Shabbos for the potential for any moment of life. The moment a person is dead, he's no longer able to do mitzvahs. It says a statement that we've seen already. That the the base and the dead are free. What does it mean, free? He is free. He no longer can do any mitzvahs. We learned in the race. We're about eight lines into these wide lines. A one-day-old baby, you don't have to watch it from the mice, from the rodents. They're not going to touch him, a living person. The mice don't touch. The most powerful person in the world. Macy dies. You've got to watch from the weasel and from the mouse. And as the Pasuk teaches us, and the fear of the dread will be upon you, that the bees are afraid of us naturally. Living people. The creatures are afraid of us. Once one some person dies, then the fear ceases and no longer are the creatures afraid of him. We have a, we have a tradition, we have a naktinon, that a lion does not attack a pair of people. What are you talking about? We see that a lion does attack. You know when an animal attacks? When you appear like an animal. In glory, a person He's ruled when he appears like an animal. When you appear like an animal, you act like an animal, that's when an animal attacks. When you appear like a human being, then the animal will not attack. And there's been many famous stories that we see such a concept. Amar Av about 12 lines down, first word in line is Nidmu. Amar Av Very, very important Gemara, as we'll explain in a moment. One is not let asleep in a house by himself. What happens? There's a shade called Lilis 
that grabs hold of him. A very important Gemara. Why is it very important Gemara? First of all, number one is because we see from here, you don't sleep in a house alone anytime someone is in a house alone. So says the Mishnah Burr and Simshin Lamites, what do you do? You keep the door to your room open, you never sleep in a room alone. What's very important is that the Shartzin over there in Reish Lamites, I'm sorry, Sivkot in Yudzayin says the Shartzin, what do you do if there's a woman in the house? So you have a problem. You're in your room. You're not supposed to sleep in a room by yourself. So normally when you're in your room by yourself, what do you do? You open the door. You open the door. You're not cold by yourself. But says the, says the Sharetian, what do you do if there's a woman in the house? You can't open the door because that's called Yichud. The front door is locked. It's basically you and that woman in the house. Says the Sharetian over there, what do you do? Shut your door. Shut your door. It's no longer Yichud. This is one of the tremendous, tremendous coolers. We wrote about this in the book. It's one of the tremendous coolers that the Sharetian holds that once the door is closed, Pashasi means lock your door. Once your door is locked, you're not in a situation of Yichud. And therefore, Makam HaTzerich, in a time of need, this is always the eight that to be had. Someone is in the house and a mother in law, someone is in the house and there's no way out of it. What do you do? You lock yourself in the room. It's better if the woman locks herself in the room. And that's from this Gemara over here because the shade Lilis, again, Sharetian, Reish Samatest, have caught in Yudzain. Says the Gemara of Atani, we went to the Reis. To perform, do actions while you can do stock. When you still have the money to live, and when the money is still in your hand, even Remember your creator in the days of youth. Before the bad days come, those are the older days. The days are going to come. They're going to say, "No more pleasure." So better get moving. Give stuck now. Before there's no more time. And of course, we know this argues in Shmuel, Shmuel that we've seen many times, number Shmuel. That the poor will not seize. Shmuel learns that even Mimosamashiach, the soul will be poor, the soul will be chasadim. But this price that says you should make sure to give Saka now is arguing on Shmuel. And of course, one should be careful and always give Siddhaka. Says the Gemara Tanavi Lantana Brahe, so Rev Lezer Akapo Rahimer. A person should always ask Hashem on this midah. Always a person to ask Hashem that he does not become poor. It does not make a difference how wealthy he is, how much money he is. Always have and you don't become poor. Why? Because if you don't become poor, you know what might happen? Your child might be poor. If your child's not poor, your grandson might be poor. Because of this matter, as we'll see, this is the revolving matter. It's a wheel that spins the world, the wealth, the poor, the wealth, the poor. So one should always dive and then he does not become poor. His children, his grandchildren, etc. We have a tradition. No, tell me that they don't become poor. What are you talking about? We see they become poor. And these and the Ani says, okay, fine. If you see that they become poor, you know why? That they don't, at least they don't go begging. They don't come to that level of poverty. Other people um, give them money. told his wife, when an Ani comes to the door, quickly give him bread. You know why? So when your children need bread, they give it to him fast. So Amr so she said to him, what are you doing cursing me? You're cursing us. It's the matter of the world. This is just what happens. And people become bored. Therefore, be, put yourself in a good situation that when you need it, they'll give it too fast. He'll give you compassion and more compassion and multiply you. If you have compassion, have compassion in heaven. What a time, what a time for Gemara. Between Tishbab and Tubab, we have to make sure to have Rachmanus. They will not have compassion in heaven. And as everyone has been saying, Davin for other people, Davin not just for yourself, Davin for other people, do Chasadin for other people, have Rachmanus. So 
Hashem does for you. We'll conclude with this before the sun and the light grow dark. Once we're talking about old age, once we're about death, we go into Gehels a little bit and we quote a few psikhm over here that when the sun and the light grow dark, there are first Zupadachas, that's the forehead, and the nose, and the moons, and the that's the soul, like the and the stars. That's the cheeks, and the clouds return after the rain, and that's the light of a person's light, eyesight, that you can lose your eyesight from weeping, from crying. And we'll conclude with two stories. Hide them also these tears. Until the age 40, don't worry about crying, your tears come back. But from age 40 and onward, the tears do not come back. Remember, I'm not when I kuchala. This kuchla, which is an eye self, ad arvish until age 40 and approves the eye Even if you put on as much as a weaver's beam, a lot of it, it preserves it from getting worse. However, it doesn't make the eyes any better. So, Michael Mashlam, what's up, Nachal, teaching us about this uh, applicator about putting on this eye self? Says the Gemara, the Kamu, the Olam, is the thicker the dabber, the better it is for the eyes. That's just showing us its goodness about this eye self. And we'll pick it up from Rav Chanina tomorrow.